In the words of a king, there is power. And as we behold him with unveiled faces, we're transformed into the very image of God. Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. K. Idrisheson, brought to you by Kingswood Ministries International. We believe that as you listen, faith is stirred up in you to become all that God has called you to be. As I was thinking about the message to preach this morning, the Lord put it on my heart. This very, very common phrase, the reason for the season. Somebody say the reason. Come on, say loud and clear. Say the reason for the season. So very briefly this morning, I want to speak on what I call the reason for the season, just in case, peradventure, somebody does not even know what this whole Christmas celebration is all about. Because we are in a, we're in a time and in a season that people make it so much about the decoration, the Christmas tree. Come on, talk to me. People make it about the, the exchange of gifts. People get under pressure when it's December because they're thinking about how many people they have to buy gifts for. Anybody with me this morning? You know, all the extended family. The, and some of us, we are really blessed. Our family is really what? Extended. I, I, I wish I can have a competition this morning to see who will beat me to it. I don't know anyone whose family is as extended as my family. My grandfather was a blessed man. That's all I will say. Uh, by the time I put all my uncles and aunties together, living and dead, they're about 24. So you can imagine, it's a village. So when you're thinking about buying presents for all the cousins, you will get into trouble. So people get under pressure during Christmas and they forget about the very reason for the season. And they're thinking about gifts. People are thinking, some are thinking about decoration. I've seen some houses, the way the house, or the compound is decorated. You're like, Jesus better be in this house. Because the amount of money comment we make out of them in this season is unbelievable. Lights everywhere. But the question is, is the light of the world there? Because it's one thing to have LED lights. It's another thing to have the real light. Because when the real light comes, every other light is immaterial. In fact, the Bible talks about the new art in Revelation chapter 21, verse 23. It says the lamb is the light of that city. It said there's no sun or moon shining over it because Jesus has taken over as the light of that city and himself illuminates the city. So you can have all the hell of the light, expensive ones, cheap ones, nice ones. And yet, do you know the real light? The reason for the season. I have a responsibility to communicate to you just in case you have forgotten about what this season is all about. This season is not about gifts. It's not about decorations. It's not about Christmas tree. And definitely it's not about Santa Claus. This season is about a person that humbled himself to the extent of sharing his divinity with us. And before his divinity could be shared with us, he had to take upon our humanity. The Bible says in John chapter 1 from verse 1, it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. 
And verse 4 says, in him was life. In him was life. In him was life. And this life is the light of men. Thank God for the one who has life and came to share his life with us. Because if anyone has the real life I'm talking about this morning, it has to come from him. Because he's the one that's come to light up the world. If you see authentic light anywhere, and I'm not talking about LED light, I'm talking about the real light. If you see anybody with that light, it's because he shared it with them. Because the light that we are talking about is a function of his life. That light is because of his life. Somebody say life. life. Come on, say loud and clear. Say life. life. I, I, I was thinking about it yesterday. And it dawned on me afresh that of all the people that followed Jesus, nobody had a revelation of the life that defines him like John. John wrote so much about that life that when he was going to, to start his gospel, how did he start it? In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. In him was life. But listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, that word life there was not talking about some natural, biological, human life. That word life there is actually in the Greek, Zoe. I know some of you have heard the name Zoe before. So he speaks of the God kind of life, the highest form of life, life as God has it. The reason why God can never be broke is because of this life. The reason why nothing can go wrong in heaven is because of this life. The reason why God's economy works all the time is because of this life. The reason why his word would never fail is because of this life. Because in him is life. Jesus was going all around when he was on earth. And do you know what he said about himself? He said, I'm the bread. I'm the bread of God that came from heaven that gives life to the world. He said in another place, I believe John chapter 4, he said, he said the water I give, we, we become a fountain or a well of waters that gives birth, that generates eternal life. Do you know that word, that qualification, eternal, which in some places is everlasting. Interesting, is from the same Greek word. It speaks of a perpetual, that, that's what the adjective is. You know, this life is a perpetual. Oh my God, is a perpetual. Anybody did English language at some point? Perpetual. You know that was, it has no ending. It's a life that cannot be interrupted. It's a life that does not deteriorate. You know, natural life deteriorates. I know some of you, if we see your picture 20 years ago, like, oh my God, is it the same person? Because a lot has happened to you. In the natural, the natural life leaks and loses value. But this life does not lose value. It does not deteriorate. It's indestructible. It's what makes God, God. It's the reason why God has been around forever and yet is fresh. And I love what Paul says about that life in Romans chapter 8 verse 11. He said, if the, same, if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He said, that same spirit. Am I talking to somebody this morning? He said, that same spirit will give life. And the life he was talking about is not natural life. Don't you never say, this morning, this morning. I prophesy over you. 
Come on, say like a prophet. At least pretend. Say this morning. Come on, come on. Bring out your prophetic voice. Say this morning. Can I prophesy over you? Come on, stand up, stand up. It's a prophecy time. Stand up. Come on, be a prophet for once in your life. Now turn to your neighbor. Find somebody you can handle. Find somebody, say, I'm about to prophesy over you. You are in a season that the Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead will supply life. Somebody shout, life into your mortal flesh. Life into your marriage. Life into your finances. Life into your home. In this season, nothing around you is permitted to die because of the life of Jesus. If you believe that, shout hallelujah. You may be seated. That's the life that Jesus came to give us. And if you really want to celebrate Christmas, you must know about this life. Jesus did not come to start a religion. Because it's about, if it's about religion, it's all messed up. Just about a week ago, Vatican lost it. They lost it so much. They need prayer, serious prayer. How dare you say you endorse? In fact, it's not marriage. Marriage has to be between two different genders. Now, Vatican opened their, their, their mouth that needs to be slapped. Now, going forward, we endorse. Because somebody has lost his mind. But that's religion for you. Jesus did not come to start a religion. He came to bring life. There are so many religious bodies that have no relationship with life. Now, turn to your neighbor and say confidently, say, I have life. Come on, come on, say it with a swag. Say, I have life. Say it with an attitude. Say, I have life. You know, religion will tell you when you die, you will have that life. If you don't have it now, you are, when you die, you are going nowhere. Don't you know, say, I already have life. You know, there's a song I love so much. Before I continue this message, we should sing it. Come, come, meet me. This life. That I have is the life. This life that I have is the life of God. This love that I have is the joy of the Holy Spirit. Don't stick with the life, stick with life. This life 
more minutes. You, you, you can sit, but hang around because I'm going to call you back. Turn to him and say, neighbor, I have life. Are you really awake this morning? Say, tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I have the life of Christ. Let me run through the few scriptures as I round up this message. You know, in John chapter 3, verse 16, he said, for God so loved the world that he gave his what? His only begotten son. Why? That whosoever believes in him shall not what? But shall have what? Everlasting life. And that's not just talking about being on heart forever. He's talking about having that quality life. That quality life that even death cannot stop your expression. Talking about natural death. That life that has the ability and the capacity to restore whatever is dead. As we celebrate Christmas in 2023, everyone under the sound of my voice who has one thing or the other in his or her life that is dead, as you assimilate this life by revelation this morning, I declare resurrection of those things. Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said resurrection of those things. Yeah. This life restores. This life resurrects. This life makes functional. And Jesus said, whosoever believes in him, have that life. Do you believe in him? Yes. Come on, talk to me. I said, do you believe in him? Yes. Because listen, it's possible for you to have it and not know you have it. Fine, you are going to heaven, but you will not be able to experience the fullness of heaven on earth. This life has the ability to establish you in heaven even when on earth. So regardless of what is happening around you, this life keeps on feeding the different aspects of your life. That's what Jesus came for. Not some religion. Not some from denomination. You know, a lot of people carry denomination. They carry different, eh, I belong to this parish, I belong to this denomination. Our denomination is better than your denomination. I don't care. The question is, do you have a revelation of the life of God? Because what makes us us is this life. John chapter 5 verse 26, he said, For as the Father has this life in him, so has he given to the Son. And the Son now say, I've come that you may have life. John chapter 10 verse 10 says, The thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. 
but have come that you may have life. Lift up your children and shout, I have life. Somebody said, well, Pastor, the life you are talking about, it seems I'm not really showing it. The starting point of you manifesting that life is acknowledging you have it. There's an activation by faith when you acknowledge that is already in you. I want you to shout loud and clear, loud and clear say, the life of God, life of God is, resident is resident in me. In and as I celebrate Jesus in this season, I declare that life manifests everywhere in my life. Do you believe that? Because that's why Jesus came. He came so that you can have some heaven on earth. And the only way that would be possible is through the infusion and the injection of that life. I'm not going to lie to you. This natural world can be messy. Yesterday, my wife and I came to church to do some meetings on our way back. And we were just talking about the thousands of people that have been killed in the Middle East in the last few months. That alone can depress you. Unless there's no humanity in you. You don't have to be a Palestinian or a Jew. You just have to be a human being. My daughter was talking about how, how, how mothers were carrying around dead babies. That is how cruel this world is. So I'm not going to lie to you. This world is dark. This world is wicked. This world is messed up. But you know, the life of God when you have a revelation of it, we give you an hedge in this world. In spite of the mess around you, you will stand out. I see a people that will stand out in this season by the life of God. Yes. Where are they? Are they on the right side of the auditorium? The people that will stand out by the life of God? Oh, come on, I'm looking for them. You believe in that life? Let me know. Come on, introduce yourself to me. See, after me said this season, I've made up my mind that the life of God defines my existence. I see life through the lenses of his life. The quality life of God that does not degenerate. I know some of us want us to believe that we are very young. We are young, you know. Age is in the mind. But the truth of the matter is naturally we age. But good news, this life does not age. This life is ever fresh. It's not just in quantity, but it's also, in fact, much more, is in what? Quality. I have life. So as we celebrate Christmas this year, make sure you make it about the life of God. So if you see somebody after service, say, what happened in church? This life that I have is the life of God. Okay, stand up. Let's sing. I have a big choir this morning.
of the service, I want to give you an opportunity to do something. As we celebrate Jesus on this Christmas, if you're here and Jesus is not sitting on the throne of your heart, you have not received him into your heart, this is your opportunity. Now turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, have you, have you confessed Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Is he sitting on the throne of your heart? Because there's no Christmas until he's sitting. Christmas is not about festival, light, Santa Claus, Christmas tree, and exchange of gifts. Christmas is about Christ. And all it takes is to believe him in his heart, in your heart, and confess him with what? Your mouth. If anybody tells you there are 10 steps to being born again, it's lying to you. He simply received Jesus. Don't you never say, if you receive Jesus, right now, the life is yours. But listen, you know, it does not just give us that life so that we'll now be waiting until rapture or when we die to enjoy the life. He gave you that life so that you can have some peace of heaven on earth. The Lord put it on my heart. He said, this morning, he said, address everyone under the sound of your voice to address situations of their life that don't look like that, like that life. Oh, come on, is somebody listening to me? Maybe it's your home. Maybe it's your relationship. Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's your health. You're on like 20 different kind of pills and you are tired. Maybe you have a child, a difficult child that is, you know, giving you a lot of heartache. Maybe it's your job. I mean, you went to school, you got a good degree, and yet you don't have a good account. I want you to be deliberate and say, I receive the life of God into the different aspects of my life. And I declare by that life, I receive manifestation of the quality life that God brings. I want you to lift up your voice and pray in 30 seconds. Be specific. Mention those areas of your life where you will need that life to manifest. My, that life must reflect in my bank account. That life must reflect in my marriage. That life must reflect in my home. It must reflect in my habits. You have some habits that you know is not consistent with that life. Say, I declare by the revelation of that life, every habit that is contrary to the life of God, I speak to you right now. No more. I speak to my health. I speak to my finances. I speak to my relationship. And I declare this life dominates me everywhere in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, I have life. I can't hear you. Say, I have life. I have life. The, life the life that the Father has, that Jesus has, that the Holy Spirit has, is the same life I have. So my li the life in me is not of a lesser quality. It's of the same quality. So we're going to sing that song one more time and, you know, we're going to the baby dedication. Come on. This life that I have
voice this morning that needs this life to be represented and manifested in the different aspects of their life, in their habits, in their attitude, in their finances, in their health, in their home, in their marriage, in their relationship, on their job. I declare as we celebrate Jesus in this season, I declare there will be infusion of that life into those aspects of life and we declare the quality life that Jesus brought we become your manifestation going forward. I declare your 2024 will be your year of demonstrating the life of God everywhere. I declare you will not just say, Jesus is in my life, but the world around you will see the life of God in the different aspects of your life. In the name of Jesus. As we end this session, turn to your neighbor one more time and pretend to be a prophet for a moment. Say, turn to your neighbor, say, can I prophesy? I want to prophesy over you. That 2024 will be your year of demonstration of God kind of life. The world around you, we see the distinction, the exemption, and the quality that your life represents. I declare nothing around you is permitted to die by this life. Everything mortal around you will be mortalized. I declare your life, your health, your finances, your career will not deteriorate. I speak as a child of God. 2024 is your best year ever. If you believe that, can you celebrate that life? We hope you've been richly blessed by this teaching from Kingswood Ministries International. Feel free to visit our website at kingswood.org for more inspiring teachings by Dr. K. Ijishason. There you'd also find other helpful materials and further information about this ministry. God bless you richly.